Greetings and God bless you. This is Chris King, and you're listening to the Perdition Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, We're going to be continuing on in the Pretenders series. We're going to be discussing Robin Bullock today. Uh, If you don't know who Robin Bullock is, you probably should. He's one of the main leaders in the false prophetic movement that is sweeping this country and uh, sending the saints down a road to nowhere into disillusionment and disenchantment about their favorite politician. Uh, He gained notoriety a couple of years ago uh, about some false prophecies concerning Donald Trump, uh, as well as some other prophets, uh, I guess you could say, met the same fate. Uh, But nevertheless, Robin Bullock was pretty uh, boisterous uh, in his declarations about Donald Trump becoming the uh, 46th president of the United States. Uh, And as we all know, uh, that failed to come to pass. And ever since that time, uh, Robin Bullock has been on a descent into madness, threatening people who um, call out his false prophecies and making these ludicrous claims, trying to mingle Old Testament scripture and even New Testament scripture into somehow painting the rightful critics of his false prophecies into being the bad guys and how God's going to judge them. And you're going to hear this. We're going to play multiple clips from his broadcast so you can hear how he sort of intertwines the Word of God. Uh, When I'm saying the Word of God, I mean the written Word of God in with his warnings to the so-called critics of his false prophecies. What I'd like to do first is start off by playing a clip from, uh, I guess you would say, uh, maybe a couple of years ago. Um, It was back in 2020, uh, right around the, the election time, and Robin Bullock was uh, featured on a program called It's Supernatural, Sid Roth. Um, some of you may be familiar with it. Uh, Sid Roth is uh, quite a character. I don't doubt his sincerity and his love for the Lord, but uh, he does have a lot of uh, interesting and oftentimes shady people on that program. I'm not saying all people that come on the program are shady or false. I'm just saying he doesn't use a lot of discretion, unfortunately. So I'm going to play you a clip. Uh, This is the prophecy that started it all for Robin Bullock. Uh, He is speaking with Sid Roth, and uh, this, uh, his wife is sitting next to him uh, as he prophesies this. So let's, um, let's take a listen and hear what he has to say for himself. Who is going to win? Uh, has God shown you, Robin? Well, you know, um, I went into, I was in a meeting down in Florida, and uh, I, the, I was listening to the Lord before this meeting, and uh, this wasn't even on my mind, but this is the way it happens at times. And I turned around, and the news was on, and I saw Joe Biden on the screen. And uh, you remember this. I told you this. I said, uh, I looked around and just out of conversation, I said, Lord, Joe Biden don't need to be president. And just like this, just like if you'd answered me, he said, he won't. Just like that. (laughs) He said, he won't. And there you have it. uh, A false prophecy uh, by Robin Bullock, which is not surprising. Now, I have no problems with 
you know, somebody that says, hey, look, uh, I believe that this certain person will become president. That's not a prophecy. You can believe and hope all you want. There were lots of people who were believing and hoping for Donald Trump to be president. But that's quite a bit different than the line that Robin Bullock gave us where he claims he was not even thinking about it at all, which, you know, is quite hard to believe because Trump and his presidency, that really has been at the forefront of Robin Bullock's broadcast for the last two years. Um, So it's hard for me to imagine that he was not thinking about it at the time. But nevertheless, uh, he claims he wasn't thinking about it, and and uh, he said in his mind, oh, Joe Biden doesn't need to be president, and that God answered him out of nowhere and said he won't. Uh, well, clearly he did not hear from the Lord, and neither did the Lord tell him that there was going to be any, any uh, election fraud or a stolen election or anything else like that, which is another thing. Uh, that we need to call these false prophets on, uh, making these claims that the reason that Donald Trump didn't get elected and why the Word of God didn't come to pass is because of a stolen election. Well, don't you think God would have told you that first? Don't you think he would have laid that foundation uh, in a prophecy saying that Donald Trump would win, but they would actually steal the election in a fraudulent vote? Uh, He would have said that. That's how the Lord works. The Lord is correct in the things that he says. He doesn't miss it. Now, as a result of his false prophecy, uh, Robin Bullock had to later on go and defend himself uh, with this, you know, these false prophecies here. He was was taking a lot of heat. Uh, And so rather than repent and just admit that he was wrong and that he didn't hear from the Lord and, and, uh, you know, become stronger or maybe actually become a prophet for a change. Maybe God would forgive him and that he would actually put the spirit of prophecy in this man and move him in true prophecy. Uh, Robin Bullock failed to do that, and instead uh, he doubled down on a lot of ludicrous claims about how Donald Trump would be reinstalled, and those didn't come to pass. Uh, This is one of his more famous uh, rants, Uh, where he uh, gets very angry with the uh, people that are pointing out his false prophecy. Uh, Listen to what he says here. Apologize. Go ahead and apologize. Well, no! How about that? Just so you can hear me again. No! Because you are wrong. If this had no meaning to it and no prophet standing speaking today was, if they were all wrong, why don't it go away? How come it hasn't ever faded away? How come it's still a fight over that election? If it was wrong and it wasn't true, then why are we still debating all of this? I just want to point out and say this, that there was no debate, there is no fight, Um, there's only a fight with the false prophets and their false prophecies, and they are the ones that are stirring up the Christian right and everyone else into believing that there's some fighting chance that Donald Trump would have been reinstalled. And that's where all of these reinstallation prophecies came from back in March 2021, and then August, and maybe November. 
And it, the, the list just kept going on and on and on. Uh, and all of these false prophets had these different declarations for different months that Donald Trump would be reinstalled. Uh, so there is no debate. Uh, as far as the country is concerned, as, as far as the institutions and the hierarchies of government, uh, Joe Biden uh, took office uh, officially in January of 2021, and there was no debate. Uh, the only debate that there was was in the minds of these false prophets and anybody else who thought the election was stolen. But uh, clearly, uh, Joe Biden is the president and has been for a while. You don't have to like it, uh, but it is the truth. It's not a delusion. It's actually the truth. The only delusion is if you think that Donald Trump is somehow a president behind the scenes because he's not. Folks, it would have already passed. You keep your doctrines. You keep your doctrines, but I'll tell you what, you are going to answer for trying to regulate the Lord's prophets. You, with your big educations, you're going to answer for trying to regulate a prophet of the Lord and telling a prophet of the Lord that what God said is not true, but what you said is true. You're in trouble. You're in trouble now. So there you hear Bullock uh, now th making threats to people that are questioning his prophetic authority. Uh, this is madness. Uh, absolute derangement uh, that you could be so haughty and so arrogant that you think that a false prophecy of yours somehow does not deserve to be questioned by anybody. Re he calls it regulating the pro. What do you mean regulating the pro? Nobody's regulating you. You were just wrong. So according to him, uh, you're in trouble if you try to question the validity of a false prophecy, even though it was false. Now, if some of you didn't know, Robin Bullock fancies himself a word of faith prophet uh, or a harvest prophet. He talks a lot about those two terms, which are prosperity gospel terms, and of course they would be because he is good friends with uh, Kenneth Copeland. Uh, and as you will see in some of our other clips, he hails uh, Kenneth Copeland as being one of his spiritual fathers. So he's big into talking about word of faith and, uh, and harvest. Uh, but he has no problems with uh, slamming critics or people that call out as false prophecies. On them, he says, you better watch out, you're in trouble. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, listen to uh, some clips here taken from a season 19, uh, I guess, episode number three of his that was done maybe a month or a little less than a month ago. Uh, and he's going to be talking on uh, a word of faith here. Have these things available to us, but it takes a knowledge of how to stand on the word. This is prophetic knowledge and requires the skill of the word of faith. The enemy knows this, therefore, he did everything he could to discredit the word of faith teachers. That's why he did that. Because it's prophetic knowledge of time and word of faith teaching that teaches you how to use that hidden time. And so he tried to discredit those teachers, you know, Brother Copeland, people like that, just, just badmouth them all. And behind the scenes, they were doing more for the body of Christ than anybody else. <laughs> 
anybody. When a jackal left a bunch of soldiers, and uh, I mean a bunch of, uh, took out a bunch of soldiers out of Afghanistan and left a bunch of civilians and left all this going on to be slaves and everything else, it was that person of the word of faith that sent a plane to use to go get them. I didn't see other people doing that. But still, still people will speak and badmouth because the sword of the Spirit is the last day weapon. Word of faith mixed with the prophetic coming together. And if the sooner we learn that, the sooner we're going to be able to fight. And the more we refuse to learn that, the more whining we're going to do. Just a whine. You ever heard somebody whine? <laughs> and just complain. <laughs> but why don't you embrace the word of faith? Put that in your heart. Speak it out of your mouth. And join the prophetic gifts with it. Oh, no, I don't like those people. And that's Robin Bullock um, in his uh, doctrine of a word of faith. And uh, as you can see... Um, it's it's a you know it's just like uh, Kenneth Copeland and and the rest of them teach. So he's cut from the same cloth that these people are. Now a little bit later on, what's going to happen is is that he's going to take this word of faith teaching that he's giving to his audience here, and he's going to correlate it. He's going to you know interweave it into. Uh, calling Donald Trump back into office, and that's that's where this ultimately all of Robin Bullock's teachings they end up leading to that road, uh, the road to Donald Trump and politics and how we're going to take back over. That's where all of these teachings lead. Uh, so let's listen to Robin Bullock just a couple of minutes later. This is what he has to say. What can that do for us? It can roll back time to a place, a redo. It can roll the time back like Hezekiah to a place of a redo. I'm calling on this for the vote. I'm calling on Hezekiah's rollback. I'm calling for the great rollback right now of Hezekiah's sundial. I'm calling for that time that was suspended in Scripture to roll this back for all of the, the deceptive stuff of the year of the glasses that would alter votes. I'm calling for that. Would you call for that with me? Then let's call for it. I call for Hezekiah's time to roll back the time to that year and correct everything that took place in the year of the glasses. All of the hidden things that was deceptive that discredited, that caused a jackal to be able to howl in the seat. Nobody has any idea what he's talking about when he says glasses. That caused a witch to stir her cauldron pot inside the house called white. To show and call for time to roll back, to dump out her pot. For time to go back to tape the jackal's mouth shut to clip his nails and slap the pen from his hand that it go across the room and go flying across the room to cause him to drop the pen. I call for this hidden time of Hezekiah. 
So uh, as you see here, he's correlating the story of uh, the old the Old Testament story there with uh, Hezekiah and rolling back time and things like that, the dial of of uh, Ahaz, and uh, you know trying to somehow correlate this with with uh, rolling back time and getting Donald Trump back into office. It's uh, it's a sad sad comparison. It's completely taking the uh, the biblical story out of context, uh, and it has no basis in reality. Um, and as you can see, you know, Robin Bullock just begins to yammer on, just, just talking about some witch's brew and, and slapping pins across the room and duct-taping mouths shut, and he's, he's just not making any sense. He's just, all he's doing is, is just, is just trying to be poetic, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, trying to sound prophetic in this, uh, in his rants. So, Anyway, um, I'm just what I'm doing here is is building. I'm building on this so you can see where all of these spiritual teachings of his lead to. This is all one broadcast of his. This word of faith, and then calls for an election do-over, and then what's going to happen is is that he's going to uh, then later on call for Donald Trump to form a coup. And, and that's what we're going to hear next. So I want you to uh, listen as he calls for that. Now, if you'll notice on that prophecy, I think it was the second segment, uh, the, the different times I, I talked about Netanyahu and so forth. But that second one, the Lord gave me an anointing that day to call him back into office. And I called him back to office. And it wasn't, you know, I mean, the Lord gave me that and said, call him back in office. And he impressed me to do it, so I called him back in office. Now, just just so you're clear, uh, Robin Bullock didn't call Netanyahu back into office. Netanyahu has been a favorite for a long time. Uh, I know because I pay attention to Israeli politics, uh, and I can tell you that everybody in Israel knew that he was a shoo-in for the next prime ministership. It, it wasn't even open for a debate. Uh, so Robin Bullock didn't prophesy uh, Netanyahu's return. He just knew that it was a slam dunk. So let's just be clear on that. Sure enough, he came back, didn't he? Now, I want to show you something. I'm going to show you the rest of that prophecy because I want to make a prophetic connection. So because the Lord wants his people, I believe, to start understanding prophetic connections, making connections that are not just obvious. Now, we showed the part on that prophecy where I called Netanyahu back. But I want you to watch this now as I let that prophecy roll just a moment past that and listen to what was said next. So go ahead and show the next one now. That includes both parties. You better shake yourself. You better get off your big fat rear ends and shake yourself. You who claim to be the, the guardians of conservatism. You who claim to uphold Christian values and yet you sit around at night and drink till you're drunk. 
You sit around at night and you, you commit adultery with, with everything around you. You start living this life of politics while you stand up and belch in uh, front of my people and tell my people how much you love them and how much you are born again and, and you stand for the conservative values of the Almighty. You better shake yourself because you're going down with them. You're going down with them. Even now as you see the signs of the drying pools. Even now as that's drying, it's about to cross now. And everything is going to crash down in a violent way. In a violent way. I call for Netanyahu. Walk back in office. Go back in office now. Go on back. You have a clear path. Go back. For the world needs you. Your God needs you right now. I call for Trump. If you're going to move, move. Move now. Because it's nothing standing in your way. And you are anointed to be that leader. Now, what you may not see here is, is that this uh, prophecy that he was playing a clip of was done on April 19th, 2022. So essentially what he's telling Donald Trump is to go back into office at that time. You heard him with your own two ears. It's April 19th, 2022 when he's saying this. And he's telling Donald Trump, it's time for you to go back into office. There's nothing standing in your way. So essentially what he's saying to Trump is that it's time to form a coup and to take the presidency by force if necessary. That is what he's actually saying on his broadcast. You're still the president. See? He would say, oh, you're talking too rough. Brother Robin, you're talking too rough. You're talking, no, no, I'm not. But there comes a time. Now's the time. Rise up. This is the right time. For men will fall and men will rise. And this is the time. Now, did you notice that? That now we posted on YouTube because I had called Netanyahu back into office had said multiple times, the Lord called him a prophet, said they were starting to desire a prophet again, Netanyahu. Then he said he called, uh, I called him back in office, and then right before it happened, the Lord said, I'm about to reveal the real leader of Israel. But on that prophecy where I called him back into office, the very next words coming up was I also told Donald Trump, Right next, I mean the very next words right after that, you heard them. I said, come on back. If you're going to come back, start your way back in now. Now, what is the prophetic connection? Because people say, well, he's just come. No, it said start your way back in. Begin to walk back toward your office. No, that's, that's not what was said. Uh, I heard it with my own two ears. Uh, he, he said, uh, take it now. There's nothing in your way. Uh, there was nothing about starting your way back. The reason why uh, Robin Bullock is saying these things now, uh, or at least at that time at the broadcast, which was much later than April uh, of 2022, is because he got a lot of flack 
uh, from people uh, as, as if he was suggesting a coup, which he was. Make no mistake about it, that's what he was doing. So let's continue. Remember, did you see that? It's because that, that speaks of a run again. That speaks of announcing you're going to campaign. You start walking back. You start moving. See, that's how prophecy should be understood. You have to listen to the wording because God is not, he don't throw words around. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He is literally tongue-tied. He has no idea what he's talking about. He's trying to defend words that are indefensible. Uh, He's calling for a coup, or at least he was, and now he's making excuses about how he really wasn't calling for Donald Trump to form a coup and take back over. He was saying, just start, you just start your campaign. No, those words never came into that prophecy. And it wasn't a prophecy anyway. Let's be clear. It wasn't a prophecy. That means that his prophecy about Netanyahu wasn't a prophecy either. He just, you know, like I said, got lucky. Everybody knew that Netanyahu was next on the uh, on the pike, you know, for being the prime minister. That was just a guarantee. So it wasn't a prophecy. Donald Trump's uh, call back into office wasn't a prophecy either. He's just making excuses because he's a literal false prophet. Let's continue listening to this nonsense. He says things very specifically. So that's a prophetic connection that you just saw. And so we called Netanyahu back and said, come on back. He came right back. Then we said to Trump, it is time for you to to begin, turn, come and walk back into your office. Walk right on in. And so that speaks of a campaign of of sorts. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, So anyway, this is just what happens when people make excuses for things that they've said in the past. Now, these clips that you've been hearing uh, have all been done over the last couple of years. So these these are not clips that have been done, you know, in three or four months time. This is over a couple of years. You can see how he's just quickly declining, making excuses, getting angry for people questioning his false prophecies. Uh, And this next clip I'm going to play was done very recently, I want to say in the last couple of weeks. And now he's cracking down even more on the criticism that is being leveled against him. And I want you to listen to this. The night of Nabal's feasting is at hand, the Lord said. The same as Belshazzar and the handwriting on the wall, saith the Lord. All of you people who take, all of you people who take excerpts from this broadcast, you better pray as to what you say from it and what you take from it. Okay, so there's some threats uh, from Robin Bullock uh, letting you and I know that uh, if we take segments from his broadcast that there's and we you know somehow make a mockery of it or criticize it that there's going to be some real problems for us uh, if we continue to do so Uh, these are his words not mine uh, and he has some more to say as well but know this deliverance has come but all those who are involved in character assassinations 
against Abigails that are sent to your towns, that are sent to your cities, that are sent to your nations. It's not the Abigails that will go down. It is the fools that will fall. Now, like I said, uh, Robin Bullock has a bad habit of taking Old Testament scriptures completely out of context. And what he's doing here uh, in, in this entire diatribe of his is he's making a, a correlation between the story of Nabal and his wife Abigail and uh, and how Nabal was a fool and uh, speaking all of these things against David and uh, eventually David having to come in and uh, take his wife and all of his belongings and things like that after the Lord struck Nabal. So Robin Bullock is, is making a comparison here that all of the critics and uh, uh, those that are calling him a false prophet are the Nabals of the world and that uh, the Abigails and the Davids are in fact him and his followers. That's the... That is the correlation that he is making here uh, with this Old Testament story. He is notorious for taking Old Testament scriptures completely out of context. Let's keep listening. And take heed, all of you that take these segments out of these broadcasts like the 11th hour. You take heed to what parts you take out. And you better not be doing it for your own self-exaltation. You put it out to help the people. If you're going to try to snag something because you're doing it without permission anyway, but you stand up there and start putting it out, you better hope it's not to line your pockets with it. Because this is the night of Nabal's feasting. This is the time of his feasting. Well, eat up. Slurp it down, Nabal, for David is on his way. David is on his way. There has to come a time of harvest. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, again, I, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to track with this guy here, but uh, clearly, I mean, he's saying that uh, people that uh, want to take these clips and use them, just like I'm doing right now in, in critiquing the things that he's saying that are completely unscriptural, um, and using them, apparently we don't have permission to do so. Uh, we, we don't have permission to take these clips and to examine them according to the word of the Lord, uh, the scriptures. Um, and if we do so, it's the night of Nabal's feasting, apparently. We're, we're feasting, and we're waiting for our hearts to stop and to keel over. And then he, being David, is going to take over and, uh, and deal with us. That, that is essentially what is being said here. And if that wasn't enough, uh, he just uh, a couple of minutes later uh, then proceeds to tell us that he is uh, Elisha. And I'm not even joking. Let's uh, play the clip and you can hear it for yourself. Oh, today is, it's been a special day. It's been a day of the prophetic. And, um, you know, I'm like Elisha. The anointing that is on me as a prophet is similar to the anointing on Elisha. And I never told anybody that, you know. Uh, the Lord had told me that and, and told other, some uh, other people that, someone else that. And uh, even not knowing by them 
And just so we're clear, the Lord never told him that. This is just narcissism at its finest. Uh, This is just a spirit of delusion, a lying spirit that has swept through the false prophets and their camps. That is what you're seeing here, from him to Julie Green to uh, Timothy Dixon and uh, Kent Christmas, Manuel Johnson, uh, all of these people, Kat Kerr, they all have a lying spirit that has swept them up by storm, and that's what you're seeing here, the height of narcissism, the height of delusion in these people is astonishing. Let's continue. They gave me the talit of Elisha, and, um, and I had never told it. And then, um, but you know, like Elisha, when Elijah was taken up, Elisha was a man of two fathers. Remember, he looked up and said, my father, my father. And he said it twice. And actually, if you had time to really study it, he's speaking about Moses and Elijah. He said, my father, my father. And so like Elisha, I'm a man of two fathers in the spirit. Uh, One is in heaven today. And the one he's talking about here is Kim Clement. Uh, I mentioned uh, this back in my previous episode uh, of the Pretender series where I did a a segment on Kim Clement. And I told you that uh, the false prophets of today uh, all view Kim Clement as their spiritual father. And... Robin Bullock is just confirming that here, literally, word for word. Uh, in, this, in this prophecy, or not prophecy, but this uh, episode that he did here was done after my episode. So he's just confirming what I already knew, and that is that all of these people view Kim Clement as their spiritual father. And Kim Clement is, uh, it's questionable whether he's in heaven today. He was an extreme false prophet. Uh, he died an untimely death. Uh, and it is very questionable whether he's in heaven today, because I can guarantee you that God took him out for a reason. Uh, His prophecies were uh, delusional at best, and he was leading the people down a road to nowhere. Let's continue. And and the other's still on the earth today. And so uh, today is the one that's still on the earth's birthday. And so today I wanted to give honor where honor is due to a prophet, uh, Brother Kenneth Copeland. He's a prophet of the Lord, a prophet to this nation. And there you have it. Kenneth Copeland is, is another spiritual father of uh, Robin Bullock. So together between Kim Clement and, uh, and Kenneth Copeland, Uh, you have a recipe for disaster, and that's what you're seeing here. You're seeing a combination of the spirit of Kim Clement and the spirit of Kenneth Copeland uh, wrapped up in in this man known as Robin Bullock, and uh, basically saying that uh, Kenneth Copeland is apparently a prophet to this nation, uh, even though he is the furthest thing from a prophet uh, especially to this nation. Uh, it's, it's very sad and unfortunate that uh, we have to listen to this all day long. It's very sad and unfortunate that so many people uh, are lapping this stuff up. Uh, Robin Bullock has uh, 198,000 subscribers on YouTube. 
198,000. And these people just lap up this nonsense. They lap up his false prophecies and make excuses for him uh, when, he, when his prophecies fail instead of calling him out on the carpet. Now, I mentioned earlier uh, about a lying spirit uh, being used in the mouth of all of these prophets, and there is a, a biblical precedent for this found in the book of 1 Kings chapter 22. Uh, what happened was is that uh, Ahab, the king of Israel, uh, if you don't know who Ahab was, he was married to Jezebel, and I'm sure you've all heard of Jezebel. Anyway, he... Uh, and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, were prepping for war against uh, Ramoth-Gilead. And uh, what happened was is that Ahab wanted uh, a prophet to... Uh, he wanted the prophets to prophesy uh, that he was uh, going to win. And so all of these prophets got together and began to talk about it. was about 400 prophets, and they all got together and began prophesying how, uh, how God would hand over uh, Ramoth-Gilead into the hand of the king of Israel and the king of Judah. Well, Jehoshaphat discerned that these were false prophets, and he asked if there was a prophet of the Lord nearby that that they could inquire of. And so the king of Israel, uh, Ahab, uh, said, well, yes, there is. There's a, a man named Micaiah uh, who we can uh, get the word of the Lord from, but he, I don't like him because he doesn't prophesy anything good concerning me. Isn't that ironic? So they said, uh, they went ahead and grabbed uh, Micaiah. And Micaiah came in and uh, immediately he prophesied a, a lie. He said that you, you would, in fact, uh, take victory and that uh, Ramoth Gilead would, uh, would, would be destroyed and that you would uh, be delivered. And uh, Ahab knew that this was a false word. He knew it. Uh, and so he petitioned him and, and uh, told him, you know, you need to tell me what, what the Lord has actually said. What has God actually said? Because I know what you're telling me right now isn't what the Lord is saying. And so Micaiah told him what the Lord was saying. And this is what he said. He said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And then uh, the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And then Micaiah said to him, he, he said, Hear therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on this manner. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord. Let me say that again. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said to him, What with? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets. And he said, You shall persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth and do so. 
Now, therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these your prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning you. That is the precedent right there, that sometimes the Lord allows these lying spirits to sweep through all the mouths of the false prophets to test his people, to see if they're going to go back to the written word of God and they are going to evaluate and critique whether the, what these prophets are saying are true. Because the word of the Lord says that if a prophet speaks something that does not come to pass, or if a prophet speaks something that does come to pass, but they're leading you in rebellion against the Lord, those prophets are to be rejected. And now we know that Robin Bullock is not downright calling you to rebel against God. He's not saying that Jesus isn't Lord. What he is saying is he's saying, thus saith the Lord, and the prophecies don't come to pass. We know he's a false prophet for that reason. So we have a biblical precedent to show you that lying spirits do exist, that God does give them uh, the ability to move through the camp and to deceive the people, to test them to see if you're going to walk in his ways or not, to see if you're going to test the spirits. You see, this is, a, this is something that God does with his people. He wants to prove you. He wants to test you to see if you're going to walk in his ways or not, to see if you can spot out the false prophets and to call them on the carpet. I want to read one last scripture uh, found in Jeremiah uh, chapter 5, verse 30 and 31. Uh, I've used this scripture before, but I think it's relevant to uh, mention here today. It says, An appalling and horrible thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule at their direction. My people love to have it so, but what will you do? when the end comes. Now you have to understand this is in the days of Jeremiah when all of the prophets were prophesying peace and deliverance for the for the people of Judah, the kingdom of Judah against Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And Jeremiah was one of the few prophets that was prophesying correctly by the word of the Lord that they would be handed over into captivity. And this is what the Lord has said about them. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule at their direction. And my people love to have it so. Isn't that interesting? That is such a correlation to what we're seeing today, isn't it? That the prophets prophesy falsely, the pastors rule at their own direction, and the people love to have it so. These people have multiple hundreds of thousands of followers, and every time their prophecies fall flat, they make excuses for these people. And it doesn't matter because the people of God love to have it so. But here's the question. What will you do when the end comes? And that's what I want to ask people like Robin Bullock and Julie Green, Kent Christmas, Cat Kerr, and all of these other false prophets. What are you going to do when the end comes? When everyone finds out that you're a false prophet, what are you going to do when everything falls apart, your prophecies come to nothing, they fall to the ground, and you're exposed for the frauds that you are? What are you going to do when the end comes?
These are things to think about. You've been warned time and time again. I've warned you personally for the last year. You need to repent. You need to repent of these false prophecies. You need to repent of teaching rebellion against God. And you need to start prophesying what the Lord is actually saying. That's the reality. Because I can tell you this, the days are coming when judgment is coming on the false prophets. That I can assure you. I don't need to make threats. The Word of God has already threatened you. The Word of God has already warned you that the day of visitation is coming for the false prophets. You need to heed that word and obey. Until next time, I'm Chris King. Jesus Christ.